Welcome to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. Araya is an Emmy award-winning TV show host, producer, director, author, and so much more. In 1999, Araya was told she would never speak again after having her left vocal cord nerve removed during cancer surgery. But against the odds and facing adversity head on, she found her voice, literally. And now she uses it to tell great stories of hope and inspiration to help motivate entrepreneurs to earn more, live more, and give back more. Now, let's get celebritized. Now, here's your host, Araya McGarry. Hello, hello, and welcome to Get Celebritized. I'm Araya McGarry, your host, and I'm so excited to bring you some powerhouse women. These women are gonna inspire you to make your dreams come true, and their stories are big. Their stories are huge, but even more importantly, what they do for other women is even bigger. So I am so honored that these two women decided to join me this evening to tell you their story and to dig into their success. Because you know, on Get Celebritized, I like to bring to you all the stories so you can learn how to earn more, so you can live more, and so you can give back more. With that, they're going to dig into some nuts and bolts about did they ever fall on their face? Did they ever fail forward to success? Did they have a silver spoon in their mouth the whole time and nothing ever went wrong? Well, I haven't found that guest yet, but if I do, I promise I'll bring that person on. But meanwhile, we all learn from our good days and our bad days, our successes, our failures, but we're gonna dig deep so you all can learn some really neat ways and ideas that could take you to the next level. And we all need that together to share those ideas. So my very, very first guest tonight is none other than Jennifer Axe, oh, I hope I didn't butcher her name, and she's a dear friend of mine, Newman. So Jennifer Axe Newman, she's a stor short story producer, video editor, a movement, movement coach, photographer, and choreographer. But I have to tell you, she is so much more than that. Her gift and her talent for telling your story is absolutely a gift from God. It is special. She is, to me, the Steven Spielberg of telling women's stories. And I kid you not, when you're done listening or watching this show, you need to go and go to her website and see what she's done. You might be the next woman she tells her story, your story about. So without any further ado, let me bring up this amazing woman. Jen, here she comes. Jen, welcome to the show. Hi, Araya. Oh my God, the Steven Spielberg of, yes. I mean, I don't even, you got me at Steven Spielberg. <laughs> <laughs> you are, when they get a chance to see your work in action, they're gonna say, oh my gosh, Araya was right. Because the way you do this, I've never seen before. And I encourage everybody to go to herstories.org to see how you take these stories and they're an art. Their art in motion, because we're not just there. You're gonna be telling mine, I'm so excited, but I wanna give you the microphone. But I was just setting the stage so people know to tap into you. Because when we first met, you said, can we Zoom so I can show you this? I'm like, okay, sure, let's Zoom. And when I saw it, I was like, wow, you're not kidding. 
Words do not do it justice. So Jed, welcome to the show. Let's talk about who you are so we can get to where you are now and how you can help other women tell their stories. Because we know stories are what sell. Thank you, Araya. Thank you so much. You know, stories and vulnerability is really where we meet, is really where healing takes place, you know, um, expression and connection. So much takes place inside of our stories. And then you combine that with being vulnerable. That's all we really need. We just want authenticity. We want to see people. We want to hear people. We want to witness people in the most raw and real way. And when you said that words aren't everything, that is the, that's the key for me personally. My journey goes back to when I was a, a child. I really struggled in school. I struggled academically. I was one of those kids that like I get it and then I wouldn't get it and kind of everything was going over my head. I wasn't a traditional learner. And I didn't realize that. I didn't realize what was happening until later. So for many, many years, I was very insecure about my expression, about how I learned. And then when I got much older into my 20s, I really wanted to understand. And so I met two women that really changed my life and they introduced to me these all different forms of intelligence, all different forms of expression and Howard Gardner and his whole layout of 12 different forms of intelligence. And I learned in my 20s that I'm a kinesthetic learner. I have kinesthetic intelligence. I'm a visual learner. I'm a mover. I need to, things to be laid out. I need to express. I need to gesture. Things need to kind of be moving in my life. It can't just be the written word on paper. So I relearned my entire education in about five years because I was in my late 20s. And what I learned from that experience, I learned visually. And I learned that we can express ourselves in many different ways. We can learn in many different ways. Fast forward. I was working for a nonprofit organization empowering children to learn curriculum through the arts, through wow. dance, through movement, through oh, music. And I was like, oh my God, like if I only had that growing up, so it resonated, you can imagine. Oh my gosh. I'm sure it resonates with a lot of people, even me. Wow, I wish I'd known you back then because that's why my whole family were all that type of learner. Make it interesting. It's why you always feel guilty. Oh, I really wait till it comes out in the movie instead of read the book. You know, and they exactly. make you feel like, oh, you're not as smart as everybody else, you know, but that's the way it sticks in my brain, sticks in my spirit. There's a reason why they have A, B, C, D, E, F, G. They have songs, I to learn how to say Mississippi. Like, there are reasons why, but no one really talks about that. No. The, the traditional mindset is so prevalent in our society and it really hurts people because it doesn't allow them to express and learn in the natural ways that they were born to. I was very lucky to find these two women that really helped turn around my mindset. And all of a sudden I got comfortable in my silence. I got comfortable in the way I process and learn and, and express. But I say this all because when I was teaching children curriculum through an artistic lens, I was like, this is just, I, it was everything to me. Pandemic hits and the schools got shut down and I couldn't reach the children anymore. So the next oh, wow. demographic that I love are women. 
So you couldn't do it through Zoom? Because I feel so bad for the kids because then I just always felt that there was more to education than reading, writing, arithmetic, sitting yeah. down. I always looked in kind of Montessori stuff too because there's they don't all learn like that. And we need more people like this woman you're talking about. So don't stop. Can you can you keep, can anybody keep going through Zoom? Oh, absolutely. The programming okay, kept going, but it did okay. shut down for a while. For a little while. And when it shut down, that's when I really got into my editing. And that was sort of the transition into now curating women's stories and bringing them to life through an artistic lens. So I mention all of that because it was a huge passion and it definitely was a stepping stone to where I got. But because of the transitional moment with the pandemic and a moment to just breathe and say, what am I gonna do now? Because everything was sort of on pause. I yeah. put my energy into women and what I love about these stories is that I feel like it connects to my entire past and what I struggled with, but what I now feel empowered by, which is different forms of expression. We all have a story, but we can express it through the spoken word, through movement, through art, through painting, through gardening, through cooking, whatever it is. So the platform, as you know, with her stories is about how, let me hear your story and how can we express it with various forms of movement and art? You know, Jenna, it's, it, there's two things here going on. One, I want to know more about that aha moment because many people now are still struggling to pivot. You know, that word that we've had to use so many times since 2020 yeah. and some have been successful and others are still struggling. They haven't found that niche that aha where they really belong with maybe they don't have their same career anymore they don't have their niche anymore yeah. everything i know my world changed because i was all about live events i was an event MC. i hosted large events for myself and that was my my big bulk of my year my big live your legacy summit i was a red carpet interview a tv show host everything about what i did to earn a living shut down mm -hmm. and it's still struggling to come back. Events are still struggling to come back. They're not back yet. So for those people, those of us that may still be struggling, oh, I need that aha moment. I haven't transitioned like you did. Give us some nuts and bolts on what was that aha like? Aha moment like? Because you went from teaching kids to, oh, let me do this with women. But again, they've got to see what you do because it's not you just started teaching women how to get educated in the way you do. You start telling their stories in a way I have never seen before, and I'm huge in the arts and movies and theater and Broadway. It's brought up in New York City. I've seen a lot of artistic talent and what you've done. People, I am not exaggerating. When you're watching these women, they're not actors. They're not dancers. They're women with the story and the way they're moving in a chair or whatever they're moving in, in a kitchen. You have them choreographed so spot on when they say this and that movement Sometimes only moving from the top up. Sometimes right. it's only their hands moving. It is absolutely brilliant. I have to stop bragging about you because I can go on all night. But <laughs> how did that go from you teaching kids to that and what you're doing now? Because it is incredible what you do now. It's nothing I could have ever, anybody could just think of. Oh my gosh, Aurea. I'm I so mad. I want to go on and on about you, but I know our time is limited. <laughs> yeah, no, this so, is about you, my friend. Yes. So I want to say that what saved me in my life was movement. Movement has always been my language. It's always been what has helped me feel comfortable in the world, right? Knowing my body, feeling connected to my body and simple, pow the power of gesture, just simply moving my hand. I'm very expressive with my hands. So I say that because 
This was a natural sort of progression for me. Movement has always been a part of my life, whether it's been dance or whether it's been yoga or whether it's been hiking, biking, gardening, whatever it is, movement is always a big part of my life. So when I saw the, the children, when I worked with the children and the smiles on their face, when they were seen and heard in a nonverbal way through movement, mm -hmm. and I empowered them and uplifted them, I worked for an organization that did it. I knew that that was my sole purpose. I knew that I had to continue to empower in whatever way possible. So when that pandemic hit, it wasn't like, okay, I'm going to make a pivot. I just listened to my voice. I mean, I really listened. You ask what the nuts and bolts are and like, how did that happen? And I think what happened for me is I just trusted myself. I trusted where my intuition was taking me. I knew I couldn't be with the children anymore, but I knew that I loved to move. I knew that I loved to empower. I knew that I loved to edit and choreograph and, and connect with women and with human beings in general. So I literally just thought, okay, we're in this virtual space. How can I create connection? How can I create something that involves movement, something that involves honoring how we feel in this pandemic, this fear, this anger, this frustration, this sadness, how can I bring that all together? So I asked eight women that I know to come on a Zoom call with me, have these conversations, create gestures with their hands that represent how they were feeling. I love to edit. So I took our conversation. I edited it all together. I asked them to create extra footage that supported the story. They did that. And, you know, so it was like wow. this. I just followed every passion that i have it like all stacked up next to each other you know i i i i can't say that i woke up and i said i have a new idea and this is what i'm going to do i literally just followed the voice that was inside of me and i trusted it you definitely have a gift and i like what you said that you trusted your voice we all have that inner voice yes. and whether you believe in god or whether it's your inner voice whatever it is that you know you're supposed to be doing something same thing happened when i started my tv show it's like I didn't know exactly how I was going to do it, but I had the acting experience, never produced before, but I wanted to tell good stories. And that was the way I knew how to do it, TV. And when it's right, it's right. And you don't know what's going to happen a month or a year down the road. Right. And you just did the most amazing thing. So that's what, so listen to your inner voice. Whoever's watching or listening to this, they may not be the dancer, the movement, they're, whatever it is that you do, whatever it is that you're feeling your gift is to the world, tap into that. And now you took that and monetize it. So that's the second half of this question, because people here want to know, again, okay, I've got this passion. I love to garden. I love to cook. I love whatever. Well, can you monetize it? And how did you monetize this? So now you can do this full time. Yeah, that's such a great question. So it's interesting because I met with someone recently who said, now remember, I've only been doing this since 2020. It was about uh, September of 2020. So it's been like 16, 17 months, right? Wow. And in that time frame, I've done 65 stories. Oh my gosh. Okay? And um, I met and I, and it wasn't about the money at first. Sure. It was like, for me, it was like, I'm going to do as many stories as possible. And I'm going to use this year to learn. 
I want to learn if this is something special. I want to learn if this is a need. I want to learn if I can solve something for someone. I want to learn if the world needs this. And that's how I framed it for myself for the first year. So within that year, I played around with different payment structures and all kinds of things. I worked with women that didn't have resources, but wanted to tell their story. So I decided at the end of, it was a, coming up to my year, I landed on a price that I felt comfortable with, but I also felt slightly unsettled because there's a lot of women that I'm telling stories for and that I will can tell, tell stories for that do not have the resources, but there is no way I'm not gonna do their story. So I aligned with a fiscal sponsor and I became a nonprofit. So I have a foundation, the Her Stories Foundation, and I have the LLC. So women that can afford to pay for it, pay for it and part of the money goes to the foundation. So the foundation become, you know, it, it, they kind of filter each other. Love and then that. I also have this um, virtual gallery where I feature three women and their stories and there's a musical component and it's really beautiful. And one day I'm going to have a virtual experience, but there is, we're also going to be in person. It's going to be a hybrid. I can just see it. Oh, I will. One thing I see you on Broadway, this should so be a Broadway show. And I so see you in the metaverse. I'm just learning about the metaverse. I mean, just this is going to be so amazing. And you just now my best new best friend in this because you just went, you have an LLC and a nonprofit and nonprofits are my favorite people in the whole world. You know that because you're giving back. So on that note, I love to be a nonprofit or auctioneer. I love to raise money for nonprofits, especially those that are run by women. So can I see it's herstories.org. How can people or can they donate to sponsor a woman's story? Tell us about how they can get involved and either one, get a hold of you if they want to see if their story could be told. And two, if they want to donate to the cause and sponsor other women's stories to be told. Because it's, it's still reasonable. It's not, we don't have to go over the price now. They can call you, but it's definitely a reasonable, yeah. nice, comfortable price. It's not for just the wealthy. Certainly anybody could either find the resource or get a sponsor simply for this. So tell us how we can help. Absolutely. Thank you, Aurea. So on my website, if you go to www.herstories.org and there's a donate button, so you can go to the donate right at the top and it takes you right there. There are options. You can donate $3 a month, $10 a month. You know, there's a few different options or a one-time payment. You can do that. I'm also looking for sponsors for my next event. Going forward, all of my virtual galleries are going to be tied to my nonprofit. So the tickets, payment will all go to the nonprofit and I want to get sponsors to help me because I want this platform. I want this virtual gallery to grow. It's one thing to do a story for a woman. And then I just know that that's not enough. It lives on because stories heal, they teach, they educate, they deepen compassion. So I need to expand the platform. So the virtual galleries help me do that. Plus I want to be on other people's galleries and communities and bring these women to them as well. But in terms of the foundation at my website, the donate section, Perfect. and then come to the virtual gallery, yeah. donate there, be a sponsor, please, please, Love please that. get involved. So that'll always be on your website. So whenever anybody's listening to this podcast or watching this yeah. show and replay, just go to the website, the current, the next, the upcoming events will be listed there. So that way this will be evergreen. All right, now the third part of the question, uh, how it relates to, okay, a woman's got a story. For her to step out of her comfort zone and tell these raw, vulnerable stories, 
what is in it for her? Like, does this help her brand? Does this help her business? Besides just telling the story and saying, I want to help others. We all want to help others. Is there another component to the woman who tells a story that catapults her brand awareness or monetization in that way? Because I still always like to help women earn more as the yeah. first part so they can live more and then give back more, of course. Yeah, absolutely. So I just, for me, I just believe, and I know so many of us do, and certainly many that are watching, um, authenticity is everything. And being vulnerable in your authenticity, you know, they go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. So to me, as a business owner, if I had a product or something that else outside of this, and I wanted my community to get to know me, a little mm. bit more in a different way and in a, in a really unique way, this is what I would do. This is very different than writing the story, which is beautiful. It's very different than having photos and a collage. All of that is beautiful. Everything that everyone does is beautiful. This is just a different way to do it. It's very, very unique. So to me, it brings in a business owner's community. It mm. gives them like a, a, a really, they can kind of go into their soul and see their journey and understand how they got there in a very unique way. So, and these, these videos are very short. They're like two to five minutes long. So it depends on the length of the song and what we decide mm. to do together. What is a, do you have a, a particular story in mind? I don't have to say the name or you can, it's totally up to you and your privacy laws, but do you have a particular story that, that really resonates that would be cool for you to share with us to show us how that journey works or what happens or something amazing that happened because of the story that was shown or during the story or any kind of healing process? Maybe a woman that thought she was going to tell her story, but it ended up being very, um, emotionally important to her and maybe got some, you know, ahas and revelations of her own that she mentally needed because now a days we know more than ever that this, um, our mental health is another issue. Everybody trying to come out of this quarantine and some are making it and some are still struggling. And I think every single person on the planet has been affected mentally somehow, whether it's a little or a lot by this pandemic, whether it's a loss of a loved one, whether it's being shut in, whether it's fear. So any really cool story about anyone in particular that you remember that's touched your heart in a special way? I have to tell you, there's so many. So many? I can't even, like 65 of them. I know. 65 of them, because what happens is, and I'll give you a specific, but, yeah. but there are... It's there are so every woman every time comes into their power in a new way, a new light, a new perspective. Um, it is it is a phenomenal process. It blows my mind every time, and every time there's healing and understanding and learning about themselves because you're holding up a mirror, looking at yourself. Okay, so there's a lot, Araya. It's very hard for me to choose, but I, oh, yeah. I I'm thinking about I'm thinking about one woman in particular who. Okay. I met at a retreat um, in October in person and all my stuff is virtual, but I just, I also do them in person. I just haven't had a big opportunity. I've done about a handful. Okay. So I met her at this retreat. We were sitting across from each other in a circle and everyone was talking about part of their life and, a, and part that needed to be healed. Unfortunately, very sadly, she, um, her son was shot and killed at 17 years old and her daughter died of SIDS at five. So I'm listening oh to her story and I'm across the circle from her and my heart is literally like aching for her as mainly because, not just because of her story, but really what got me is that she said, I've gone dark, like there's no light. I don't see the brightness mm -hmm. anymore. And so I am 
aching listening to her because all I want to do is say, give me an hour, just give me some time. So that's what I did. Afterwards, I went over to her and I said, I know you don't know me. This is what I do. And I have a process. And if you're willing to just go there and take a risk, I'd love to set up a session with you because that's what I did throughout the weekend. I met with women at different times. Okay. So she said, great. We really connected. And I did my whole process with her. We met, we talked about her story. We walked around the, the, um, the property and I took extra video of her doing different things because embodying her story and in an emotional and beautiful way. Um, but we go through the journey and the process that I have, I put after the retreat, I put everything together. I put the music in. I met with her virtually because I had to edit after the retreat. I met her about a week or two later and she just said, you, you opened the, like you parted the darkness. Like I, I have light coming in. I am beautiful. There is joy. Her, the title is rooted in joy or that she titled it. And ah. to me, to me, I just, I, I helped a little bit, you know, I helped her just peek into that bright light again, to that possibility, to that, that life that she still has to live. And we have a beautiful relationship. I'm completely in love. I love this woman so much. And um, I, I helped her. You did? I helped her. I helped oh her find her heart and find the light again. It really... You're like a therapist. I mean, this is like a therapy session. This is amazing. It's like their own little mini retreat to come out of their shell and talk about something maybe painful. Yeah. So that's so, so fun. So amazing. You can do that on, on a higher note, like a happier note. Do you ever do some that I've, I've seen some, I've not seen all 65, but that's my goal to see all 65. Cause I love these stories. And, and there is somebody you need to know that I know that was in my TEDx speech that I think you need to tell her story because um, she lost her son in the Newtown, Connecticut shooting and she found light after that tragedy and she's still spreading joy mm. and it'd be amazing. She still believes there's love in this world and humanity yes. in this world after that. So I just love just here. These are my heroes. Yeah. Um. So, um, oh, I just totally lost my train of thought. You oh, said no, on, a higher higher note, on a higher note, are there any one people that come to you and, and with a really happy story? Like yes. it's uplifting. It's not tragic. It's not triumph, uh, tragedy to triumph. It's, it's a triumphant story. Is there anything like that? Yes, there are definitely celebratory. I had, there are a lot of women that want to process and go through something. Mm -hmm. There are some, and I'm thinking of one in particular. She just moved and grooved through her whole story. She's a 65 <laughs> year old woman just full of life, has had a lot that she has dealt with, but the spirit of her story is light and bright and moving and with high energy. And it's really, really quite amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited to do mine. I can't believe you and I are going to talk tomorrow can't about wait. step one of telling my story. And I really want it to be fun and uplifting because you know I had the TEDx talk and it was there it was serious it was legacy but I am such a happy person I mean I just you know pink is my color joy is my emotion and through it all you know friends and people and animals have made such a difference in my life that there's there's times to be sad but there's so much more happiness in this world so I'm so excited I have no idea what you're gonna put me through tomorrow but it's gonna be so fun to go through the journey and then ladies and gentlemen don't worry we're gonna have her back on after I experienced 
this myself and we'll walk you through some of it. And maybe I can, you know, figure out the technology that be so we can show it and maybe, you know, show you some snippets of it, let you hear some snippets on the podcast. So with that, is there anybody in particular? Go ahead, Jennifer, you want to ask a question? Yeah, I just wanted to say that it's interesting your point about like the joy and 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 is there anyone that hasn't gone through the the from the you know tragedy to the triumph or the adversity to the triumph and the truth is the joy that's in there that's in every single story is is the celebration of resiliency there is a celebratory component of every single story because there's resiliency and there's reflection and understanding of like their power and their possibilities. So it's a different thing. It may not be this woohoo, you know, dance party, but it's like this very deep and raw celebration of a woman's journey and what she has gone through and all that she is. So it takes a little bit of a different tone, but there's I a celebration it. in all of them. It's art. It's really, I'm so glad you're doing these galleries because that's exactly what this is. You're creating these, these art pieces. And right. we're going to get into clothes. We've got a few more minutes left. And oh, I could talk to you forever, but we're going to have you back. So don't worry. And, you know, my whole theme and everything that I do, what I do with my TEDx speeds, talk with my live your legacy summit it's all about legacy and if nothing else i wish you know like every mother could have done this and left this to their children because they're going to see a side of you that's part of your legacy whether you and you can pass this down generation after generation imagine if we had this of our grandmothers and our great-grandmothers that we had these beautiful moments in time what they were feeling and you bring out such joy in all of them really they really are joyful even in the pain i see the joy right and i cannot verbalize this enough please go watch it i'm putting this back up here herstories.org for those listening herstories.org case you're listening you will not be sorry for watching these they are magnificent pieces of art and if you want your story told, get with Jen, go to herstories.org, connect with her. She, so I'm going to be quiet for a minute. Jen, tell everyone if they're thinking about giving this as a gift to their mother, to their grandmother, to their yeah. daughter, or if they're thinking, I wonder if my story could be told, how do they get a hold of you? And what is the first best step? Is it a free call? Tell us a few of those little details because yeah. we will have you back, but I want them to be able to get a hold of you tonight today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So you go to the website and there's a contact page and there's a drop down box of how do you want to get involved? Do you want to volunteer? Do you want to tell your story? Do you want to celebrate a woman? Because that's Mm -hmm. another way to get involved, which is also amazing. Celebrate someone that you love in your life. And there's no video involved. That's just written and it goes into my newsletter. Um, So and my email is right there. Yeah, that's really fun. Araya. That's just about it's a form for women to just fill it. Oh, the nurse or the crossing guard or my aunt or my grandmother, they're doing beautiful things that someone like you would do a little write up. And I just put that into my newsletter. Yeah. Well, when you say that, can we also do, is there a possibility to do something in memory of somebody we've lost Absolutely. and do a picture collage with music and have that to hand down to our daughters and our granddaughters? That's beautiful. 
That would be cool. I mean, my mom was so special to me, but she's long passed away from cancer when she was 59. And I am who I am because of my mother. I see my mother in my both my daughters and I talk about her all the time, but she's not here anymore. But and there was no video back then. It's all would be pictures and maybe a letter. So we have to talk about something like that because that would be a gift I'd love to give to my daughters, like maybe for next Christmas. Here's something from your grandmother. I have an idea, but we'll talk about it tomorrow. All right. I'm so thankful that you were here. Your mother. Yeah. Yay, Jen, you are amazing. You will be back. We are not done with you. And I'm so glad you were here. Jen, in 30 seconds, tell us what something that you want us to know. Give us your thought right now to inspire us. I would say that if you're thinking, I want to do my story, but do I have a story? Everybody has a story. Everyone has a story, whether you want to share your story on my platform or in another way. What I want to say to you is share your story, write it, sing it, tell it, call me, whatever you need to do, because this is how we heal. This is how we connect. There is so much power in your story. So do it in whatever way feels right to you, but just do it and share it. Well said, Jen. Well said. Well, Jen, we'll see you again soon. Get a hold of Jen. Look at herstories.org. You will be touched. You will never be the same. And I'm just so glad you were here. Thank you, Jen, so much. Bye for now. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You'll be back. Thanks for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry. We hope this episode inspires you to earn more, live more, and give back more. To learn more about Araya, visit her website, arayamagarry.com, and make sure to follow her at Araya McGarry Productions on Instagram, and join her on Clubhouse at Celebritize Your Business. And don't forget to rate and review this podcast. Thanks again for listening to Get Celebritized with Araya McGarry.